this is from Power, and today in Tux Turbo Talk, we're talking to Nicky Terpstra from Team Total Direct Energy about the European Championships and his recovery. It's Thursday the 8th of August, the European Championships are in full swing, the time trial is on the way and on the line we've got a rider who basically lives along the course and probably love to have been there these days uh, if it weren't for that question in the Tour de France. Nicky Terpstra of Team Total Direct Energy, welcome Nicky, thanks for coming on. Hi. Are you a bit worried that there's a young Belgian rider from 19 years old who's stealing your King of the Mountains segments on Strava at the moment or...? <laughs> no, because we don't have mountains in the area, but <laughs> no, they're pretty sharp, so I'm not worried about that. Uh, okay, because I saw the young uh, Eddie Evenepoel is already uh, yeah, on a great course. Um, yes. How, how, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. Recovering from the shoulder injury. Um, it's going well. Uh, I'm happy I can uh, already ride the bike can do some trainings but uh, i'm not ready to race yet but uh, i hope uh, in a few weeks uh, i can get, get back in competition because at the moment i think you're also started you're riding in luxembourg um yep. enjoying a bit of camping in the meantime with the family or yes and uh, it's also a beautiful region uh, to go training uh, really surprised by it really uh, some nice mountain roads uh Good tarmac, uh, not too many traffic. It's perfect. Have you been there before in that region to ride, or uh, only for the tour of Luxembourg? But that's uh, on the other side of the country, and uh, racing is uh, still a bit different than uh, training. Are you, in the meantime, then still following what's going on, basically back home in Alkmaar for the European Championships? Uh, not too much, actually, because uh, I just came back from training and. Uh, so I didn't watch the race, but uh, Sunday I'm back home and then uh, I will do, watch the race for life. Yeah, basically you got a special uh, relationship with that European Championship because you not only live close to the course, but you also helped design a bit of the course, correct? Uh, yes, uh, I designed uh, a bit of the parkour. Uh, it's not completely uh, like I drawn it, but uh, basically it's like the, the time trial is... Uh, is uh, out out of the city and uh, and the road race is really a city circuit. So uh, it's it's an exciting uh, exciting uh, circuit, and it's only 4k from my home. So uh, it's almost a home race. And what are the differences that they've made to the? Uh, what did they change in terms of compared to your design? Um, well, <laughs> uh, it's hard to. Uh, explain it in uh, detail uh, i need to uh, have a map with it but uh, bad some small changes the, the basic basics are the same and uh, it makes uh, for the road race it makes a really tough tough race because there are a lot of corners in the center of the city and uh, although it's it's flat it's it's not easy and i think you're pretty happy that you managed to get like a cobbled section in there yes but uh, but uh, it, it's a pity that uh, on, the, on the side of the cobbles uh, there's still uh, a small bike road, like uh, one meter, and uh, and they didn't block it, so you can still ride on the on the good paved road. But uh, it's it's still 
it's it's still pretty cool because it's only 1k uh, in front of the finish line so uh, it's pretty exciting when you move into the last kilometers so it's going to be a massive fight for position already to get into that section before the final kilometer starts yes but actually i don't expect a mass sprint what are your expectations for the race um well i think it's a tough circuit so i don't expect a really big bunch in the, on the finish line is it also because of the of the, uh, the factor that the wind might play no because it's in the city so the the wind will don't play any role but uh, there are a lot of corners and uh, bad roads so that makes it pretty tough okay uh, passing off from that uh, from the european championship obviously you have to unfortunately give it a miss do you already have an idea what's next for you on the program? No. Uh, first, I want to recover uh, well. And when I'm ready to race, then uh, then I will uh, pick my program. I already have something in mind, but uh, I'm not going to uh, point gonna out share exactly. Yet. <laughs> because, uh, no, but first i want to be ready to race and then uh, and i can can choose when i can get back in uh, competition uh, what at the moment is still holding you back from from racing uh well the the shoulder injury uh, i cannot uh, pull the handlebar so accelerating is uh, is, is pretty tough and uh, in a race you need it so it's easy to do endurance training so I can get the condition uh, on a good good level, but uh, yeah, if you can't accelerate, uh, you cannot race. When everything so far is healing up, okay, because I think you had a fractured scapula, and I've, uh, yeah. I think I've read that you, like an addition, you had some problems now with your AC joint. Yeah, the fluxation of the AC joint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it's it's going slowly but uh day by day it's getting better uh, in small steps uh for sure i, I wanted to do to the healing to go faster uh, as planned but uh it's still uh, going okay actually and obviously it's uh, for you well you already had uh, like a, a longer career it's not your first comeback after an injury uh had no, a great no. doc- great documentary i think it was uh, towards the 2018 classics uh, yeah how does your experience help from over the years how to handle these setbacks? Um, well, it's never easy, also mentally, but uh, you need to have patience and uh, also the trust that if you keep working hard, uh, you will will get back on the level uh, you used to have, but it just takes a while. So actually, you need to have patience. You cannot rush it. Is it easier to have that patience now when you're 35 than a couple of years ago, or mm, not really? <laughs> no. <laughs> Does it feel like maybe like time is running out a little bit for your favorite races that are still to come, and you having a chance of winning them, or? Um, yes, but that's that's already uh, effect. I mean, uh, the European Championships, I miss. Uh, I missed a part of the Tour de France. Uh, I will miss the Bing Bang Tour. So, 
but uh, there are still a lot of races this season and uh, my main goal is the world championships so I still have time for that and in the world championships uh, might be a team role riding for Metro Vanderpool for the Netherlands uh, I've got we will see in the, on that moment okay because obviously it's a, he's part of a new exciting young generation we already mentioned Evenepoel as well we've got Wout van Aert Bernal etc uh, do you have your own memories when you were coming up that you felt sort of like part of being of a new generation uh, no not really but uh, you see the riders that's, that's become professional and instantly raising pretty good results are getting younger this time. Uh, I think that's because of the the, the young young teams, the young teams are becoming more professional. So if if young riders are coming over, they they directly have a good level. And I think uh, when I became professional uh, as a young age I just came from an amateur team and actually I didn't know what professional racing was exactly and how does it uh, if we talk about professional racing you made a move yourself like this season by going to uh, direct energy now team total direct energy um, what would be the biggest difference compared to racing for quick step all those years um, everything is different. I mean, uh, that was the the best team in the world, and uh, now I race for uh, a pro continental team. Hopefully, we're uh, we are world tour next uh, next year. Uh, but it's it's a different atmosphere, a different different mindset, and uh, everything is different. But uh, uh, it's still uh, still a race team, and uh, we try to get the best results as possible. How would you describe your role in that team to help them getting to a higher level? Um, um, of course, uh, I can share my experience and uh, also share the winning mentality. And that's, that's what I used to have uh, in my old team. And... Uh, I think you always need to have the mentality when you start a race to, to make the best results. And, and that not only start a race to race, you know. You really need to have the fighting mentality when you start a race because the race is about results. How do you then sort of like make clear for, for what you think is best? Because I can imagine it's a bit of a culture shock. Uh, you being from the Netherlands, usually pretty direct. And maybe the French have a bit of different way of communicating. Did, did you notice that coming into the team? or? Uh, no, of course it's different. But uh, my other teams are also international. So I have to... Uh, I already used to... Uh, work together with other nationalities and they probably kind of know Nicky Terpso by now in the peloton I think so yes yeah. <laughs> okay all right we're moving on to the Tuck Stewart Talks fan question of the week each week we've got fan questions coming in and uh, as soon as we announced that you were going to be on the podcast the questions came flying in um, we picked one a question from the bearded cyclist Laurent Dubrul from Instagram and he was curious to know what your basic nutrition is on a day 
So what do you have for breakfast, dinner, lunch, etc.? And which proteins? Uh, well, for breakfast, I have uh, good coffee and uh, and bread because I'm Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, com- it's, com- it's comparing uh, every every day is different, of course, uh, with the training. But with long trainings, uh, I, I eat some more bread. And uh, after the training, uh, yeah, uh, pasta, rice, uh, or sometimes bread, <laughs> depends. And then uh, a normal uh, evening meal, and uh, the, the the size of the portion uh, is. Uh, if I train a lot, the the portion is a bit bigger. So you're not standing there in the kitchen with your scales to. Ex- no. Nope. Pres- okay. Not doing that. Okay. All right. Um, we're going to wrap it up with some rapid fire questions. Just some uh, some short questions and some uh, short answers from your side. Uh, are you ready for that? Yep. Okay. Uh, first one, jam or peanut butter? Peanut butter. Je broer or Raymond van het Groenewoud? Je broer. Flanders or Roubaix? Uh, yeah, Bas. <laughs> Giro or Vuelta? Uh, Vuelta, because I never did Giro yet, uh, so I cannot uh, compare it actually. And I did Vuelta a lot of times, and uh, it's uh, it's a really tough race, but I like it. Can your former teammate Julian Oliver-Philippe win a Grand Tour. Yes, but I, I hope he keeps focusing on uh, on the classics. Okay. If you had to be a professional athlete in any other sport than cycling, which sport would it be? Autosport. Already thought that was going to be the answer. So, what's your favorite <laughs> car? <laughs> uh, Ferrari. Okay. And the last one. Who's going to be the European champion this Sunday in the male road race? Um, Matteo Trentin. Again. Okay. Oh, on repeat. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right, Nikki. Thanks for your time from uh, from the camping in Luxembourg. <laughs> Enjoy the time with the family yeah. and good luck in the recovery. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, hopefully we'll see you back in the peloton soon. Yeah, I hope it's also. Thank you. See you. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Please spread the word about the Tax Silver Talks podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. This was Rob Bauer with Nick Terpstra from Team Total Direct Energy. Stay tuned for a new Tax Silver Talks next week. <laughs>